Davis, here's the story about cheese, please. If you like your music silly, gonna get what you need. Celebs who thought they could sing, crazy remakes and kids tunes, nothing Seacrest would play. Anywhere else these songs would be teased, but we love them for their quirks, and so will you on Cheese, please. Cheese, please. Oh, yeah, it's Cheese, please. Cheese, please. In color. Here are your hosts, Snarf Dude and Daffodil. And once again, welcome to another episode of Cheese, please. My name is Snarf Dude. And my name is Daffodil. Hello, everybody. Thank you I'm, for joining us for another episode of Cheese, Please. I'm not Dr. Nick. It's a good thing. <laughs> anyway, on the show this week, and he takes the swing and wow, out the, out the park. What's that called? Baseball. Are you sure? Uh, well, I if don't know. If he knocks the ball out of the park, what's it called? Home run. And if he doesn't get it over the foul line and he pops it up? He screwed up. <laughs> you don't know a lot about baseball. No, do I don't. But I know baseball keys when I hear it. And we've got some this week on the show, as well as a celebrity slip up by one of the Blues Brothers rapping. Oh, dear. Uh, from the Dragnet movie from the 80s. We're going to play City of Crime a little later on. But we're starting off with uh, one of your favorite things. It's called... Polka! 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 We got the poker... Oh, ho, ho, The Polka a... Powder Puff Orchestra. Thank you! That was a tongue twister. I wasn't sure I was going to take that. Polka that Powder That was not coming Puffs. out of you at all. <laughs> with E-I-O Polka shortly, but we're starting off with Rooster Polka. Right here on... The Powder Puff... The, po- the Polka Powder Puff Orchestra on Cheese, please. You're picking on me. Terrible. <laughs> Thank you. 
simple, gay rhythm is one of the most refreshing dances done today. Although there are numerous versions of the polka, the heel and toe and away we go is by far the most popular as well as the easiest to execute. By following the directions in the manual and listening carefully to the record, you will find yourself dancing almost immediately. Polka, and I, I don't know what I. Oh, again, listen to the song all the way through. Oh, I'll try next time. Although oh. that was hilariously funny, because the expression on your face when you heard that was beyond hilarious. Oh no! Beyond hilarious. Oh. And before, Once again, yes, hold on. We'll yes. talk about the music in a second. Yes. 
This is indeed your weekly dose of the wacky, the warped, and the weird. That is cheese, please. That is cheese, please. And before we had the rooster polka, both done by the Polka Powder Puffs Orchestra. Wow, I get that out. I wasn't sure if I was going to do that. My name is Starf Dude. And I'm Daffodil. And you know what you're listening to, so I'm not going to say it again. But uh, on the show this week, we're going to profile baseball keys. What? I like that idea. Keys made of baseballs or baseballs made of keys. Because if you hit a baseball made of cheese, it would explode into a shower of cheesy awfulness. Yes, yes. We're so t- we're talking about cheesy music. baseballs is not a good idea, but cheesy baseball music. Now that's awesome. Exactly what we're going to play. We're going to play three strikes and you're out in a bit by Lou Burdett. Shortly, you'll hear Doris Knoll and Ladies Day at the ball game. Little, little, little pre-feminist era stuff. Makes sense. Absolutely. But we're starting off with Frankie Yankovic. Hey, isn't he a polka dude? Frankie Yankovic is indeed a polka dude. And he's going to be Play Ball right here on Let's Play Ball with Cheese, Please. Play Ball! Cheesy, not stinky. Cheese, please.
it's a good thing they have ladies' day. Otherwise, look how much we'd have to pay. This way, we just pay the tax. Oh, no, I won't forget to call Max. Let's look inside the Hall of Fame before the start of today's ball game. I want to know all the baseball greats. Yeah, tonight we'll stop by Yang Case. I hear that player wants a part of the gate. It's no other than home run hitter, Nellie Tate. He's a drawing card, no doubt. Lend me your binoculars. He's coming out. Did you buy the tickets for the double header? No, and I won't forget to mail the letter. In the first game, I wonder who's to pitch. The guy with the beard. Could that be Mitch? Darling, please go get me a pup while the pitchers are out there warming up. Who's that wearing number four? Doris, aren't you keeping score? Look, your favorite is coming to bat. Wasn't that nice? He tipped his cap. And I sure hope he gets a home run. Darling, you forgot to put the mustard on my bun. Did you see Minnie throw that bat? Oh, brother. Get a load of that. They should have sent in a pinch hitter. How much did you say you have to pay your sitter? The sports writer said we couldn't win. Well, I got news for them. We're almost in. And they'll be sorry they ever printed that story when the whole team showers us with glory. The fans will never let them live it down. I guess they'll all just have to leave. Yes, I hear the ball players, coaches, and the manager too. They shouldn't have judged by just so few. It's all tied up, and into extra innings we go. And I sure hope that this is one that they don't blow. The next time, I want a lower box seat. It's that guy Yogi I want to meet. The bases are loaded with two men out. The next batter up, he spends it out for a grand slam homer, which is every player's desire. And I sure hope that this is one that they pull out of the fire. I'll bet the club will have a 20-game winner. Wow, I'd like to have something crazy for dinner. I think I'll whip up a potluck treat. Better yet, let's all go out to eat. Who do you think will win the pennant race? Look! The runner didn't touch third base. And the umpire motioned him right out. Man, and after really getting a clout. Hey, what's the matter with, with that ump? Does he think our manager is a chump? You know we should have had that run. Can you see the board? Who won? Keys, please, with uh, some early rap music. Don't From you think? The ladies. <laughs> at Ladies Day. Just early, early rap, real early rap music. And uh, Doris Knoll with Ladies Day at the ball game. Before that, Frankie Yankovic and his polka trio or duo or whatever's behind polka that. Polka crew. Thank you. And play ball here on the show this week as we bring you baseball keys. My name is Starf Dude. And I'm Daffodil. And you know what? Why? I was really surprised because I really thought when you told me we were going to be doing baseball cheese that somewhere in our baseball cheese we would find what? the story of Casey. Casey? Casey at the bat. Oh, like Casey Kasem at the bat. No. Oh, sorry. No, it's a famous what? poem about baseball. Oh, okay. And I... it starts like this. Oh, okay. Well. The outlook wasn't brilliant for the Mudville Nine that day. Yes. The score stood four to two with but one inning left to play. Oh. And then when Cooney died at first and Barrows did the same, a sickly silence fell upon the patrons of the game. Oh. 
A straggling few got up to go in deep despair. The rest clung to the hope that springs eternal in the human breast. They thought if only Casey could get but a whack at that, they put up even money now with Casey at the bat. Oh. But Flynn preceded Casey as did also Jimmy Blake. The former was a Lulu and the latter was a Flake. So upon that stricken multitude, Grim Melancholy sat, for there seemed but little chance of Casey's getting to the back. Does he get to the back, though? But Flynn let drive a single to the wonderment of all, and Blake the much despised tore the cover off the ball. And when the dust had lifted and the men saw what had occurred, there was Jimmy save at second and Flynn a hucking third. Hmm. Then from 5,000 throats and more, there rose a rusty yell. It rumbled through the valley. It rattled in the dell. It knocked upon the mountain and recoiled upon the flat, for Casey, mighty Casey, was advancing to the back. But does he hit a home run? There was ease in Casey's manner as he stepped into his place. There was pride in Casey's bearing and a smile on Casey's face. And when responding to the cheers, he lightly doffed his hat. No stranger in the crowd could doubt was Casey at the bat. Ooh. 10,000 eyes were on him as he rubbed his hands with dirt. Ah. 5,000 tongues applauded when he wiped them on his shirt. Yeah. Then while the writhing pitcher ground the ball into his hip, defiance gleamed in Casey's eye. A sneer curled Casey's lip. <laughs> And now the leather-covered spear came hurtling through the air, and Casey stood a-watching it with haughty grandeur there. Close by the sturdy batsman and the ball unheated sped. That ain't my style, said Casey. Strike one, the umpire said. Oh, no! From the benches black with people, there went up a muffled roar, like the beating of the stormways on a stern and distant shore. Kill him! Kill the umpire, shouted someone on the stand, and it's likely they'd have killed him had not Casey raised his hand. What? Now, this goes on and on and on. Would yes. you leave it for four more paragraphs? No, 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 Get to the point. At the point. The sneer is gone from Casey's lip. His teeth are clenched in hate. He pounds with cruel violence his bat upon the plate. And now the pitcher holds the ball, and now he lets it go, and now the air is shattered by the force of Casey's blow. Wow. Oh, somewhere in this favored land, the sun is shining bright. The band is playing somewhere, and somewhere hearts are light, and somewhere men are laughing, and somewhere children shout. But there is no joy in Mudville, because Mighty Casey has struck out. No! You had me in so much suspense. I know. We need another baseball song now. Oh, uh, well, I guess it's sort of appropriate here. Lou Burdett and Three Strikes, You're Out. Right, right here on Cheese, Please. <laughs> Strike was made when you got 
strikes and you're out. Well, I... And baseball is now out of this show and we're going to move on to something else. Yeah, but the thing is, that wasn't exactly baseball, was it, I suppose? It... And it's still three strikes, you're out. It's kind of baseball. It's a baseball term, anyway. My name is Starfood. And I'm Daffodil, and welcome back to some more cheese, please. Yes. Where we're now going to do this. And now it's time for the cheese, please. And on the slip up this week, we have Dan Aykroyd, one of the Blues Brothers. He actually co-wrote the movie. He wrote this movie? He co-wrote the movie. He wrote the Dragnet movie. Yes. <laughs> Did he write the, the rap? Scre- the screenplay, a parody, and homage to the long-running TV series was written by Dan Aykroyd and Alan Zwiebel. Did he write the rap? The original music score was by Ira Newborn. Did he write the rap? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> probably... I think he just performs it. Ugh. Badly. Here, here we go. Dan Aykroyd along with Glenn Hughes, Pat Thrall, and Tom Hanks. See, Tom Hanks can do more than just act. Yes. And City of Crime right here on Cheese Please. City. It's a city of crime. My name is Friday. I carry a badge. 3.15 a.m. Thursday, January 15th. It was chilly that morning in the city of Angels. On this particular occasion, we happened to witness a pagan ritual in progress. See that stream at? We're just in time. We have stumbled into a major crime. They got the girl off right. Now that's not nice. I think she is the subject of a sacrifice. Buddy, we're putting this party on ice. But don't you know we really ought to read them that Read them their rights. Read them their rights. Well, I'm here tonight to rap about your rights. Cause right now you're in trouble. Don't have to say nothing at all. Y'all got two calls and you better make them on the double. This is the city of crime. Don't stand in line. It is our job to bust you all for being violent. While we are here, let's state it clear. You have the right to remain silent. Well, excuse me, comma, Mr. Crabstone. What is wrong with what we're doing? We just like to dance in our gold skin pants around this ancient ruin. Now it's not so funny that it costs big money if you ever have to hire a lawyer. It's my duty to inform you and my pleasure to warn you. We'll provide one for you. You lose. At least I get to see you on the evening news. It's a new sensation. Here we go down to the station. You're gonna answer some questions. And have some refreshments. What is your full name? What were you doing on January 15th of this year? All we want is the truth, mister. What were you doing in the location in question? What is the purpose of your pagan organization? Whoa, you can't say nothing on me, Tom. Not this old man, it ain't funny. 
I like to do things my way. Don't get memory lost about who's the boss. Don't forget, my name is Friday. Friday. I'm the man of the hour. The tower of power. I'm the arm of the law. The very last straw. I'm on the side of the right. A gleaming white knight. If you get me up tight, I am a... Right inside. I'm as strong as the army. Nothing can harm me. Coming down like a hammer. Get ready for a slammer. Keys, please, with uh, City of Crime, Dan Aykroyd, and Glenn Hughes, Pat Thrall, and Tom Hanks in there. That's a crime to my ears. Don't you think, Daffodil? Guilty of slaughter in the first degree. Oh, man. I suppose that the, the, the movie wasn't much better. Actually... The movie was quite successful. Well, reasonably successful. Really? Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 40%, 46% composite score. And what's that it's mean? It's only half bad. Oh, okay. I have no idea and what Rotten Tomatoes. And grossed 57.4 million domestically and 9.3 million internationally for a total of 67.7 million worldwide. Not well, bad. Well, they didn't suffer too much. That's a good thing. No. Anyway, my name is Starf Dude. And I'm Daffodil, and we are slowly rolling down to the end of another episode of our Cheese, Please. And here is where I exercise my vocal cords. <laughs> in other words, stick your fingers in your ears, stick your fingers in your ears, stick your fingers in your ears. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Okay, we got Junior and his friends, and who's our pet Annette? Speaking about Annette Funicello many years ago, I believe. I'm hoping that we're not assuming that Annette is the pet. Well, I don't know. I just read the titles. I know. Sometimes that's not such a good thing. And obviously you don't listen as getting back to our earlier. Oh, leave it alone. Let it die. Until it's, next week, folks. When thank I, you for joining us for this weekly dose of the Wacky, the Warp, to the Weird. Come back next week. We will have more of the same. Goodbye.
your weekly sample of the wacky, the warped, and the weird was produced by Snarf Dude and Daffodil, but was originally created by Snarf Dude and Moondog for Scottsdale and Production. Drop by the website anytime online at www.chezeplezee.com. I'm Uncle Skeeter, inviting you back next week as we help to spread the cheese. <laughs>